Gear up as Cash Miller and the team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Hello, everyone. My name is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters, the CEO of Titan Digital. Today, I've got Alan Levin. Um, he's with Smarty Pants Marketing. Alan, it's great to have you on. You know, tell us a bit about your uh, yourself and your agency. Thanks, Cash. Great to be here. I'm really excited for this podcast. Um, yeah, so as you mentioned, my name is Alan Levin. I'm the co-founder of Smarty Pants Marketing. We're a full-service digital marketing agency located in Fort Lauderdale, sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, we work with local businesses on primarily their lead generation. Um, we focus on really, you know, meeting your marketing goals, putting a spotlight on your business, and maximizing your marketing spend so you get the best value and the best bang for your buck. And uh, ultimately, we are helping businesses grow and, and generate more leads and, and ultimately uh, scale their companies. <clears throat> and today we're going to be talking about Google My Business or whatever you want to call it today. Google, Google Business Google, Profile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Google Business Profile and stuff, you know, because it's constantly changing. I think most of us are kind of sticking to the, you know, Google My Business just because we can say GMB. Exactly. You know? 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we want to keep it easy. But Google and the way they're handling maps is changing you know, it's they're always making changes and updating, but lately it's gotten a lot more of a pain, you know, in dealing with them and stuff. And there, but of course, the business listing you have has so much value. It's you know, it's ridiculous because it's where people are finding local companies. And even with the advent of things like AI and stuff coming out, it's not going to affect you know maps as much as you know it's going to for other things because. You know, and I've I've talked with other people. You know, you have it's the way we use it. So I want to start there of why you know your listing, your profile matters so much, and this relates to how we are actually interacting with those maps. So you know, Alan, let's dive into that. You know, how do people? Let's start with why do why do the maps matter so much? And kind of like you know. Tell us about like how people are actually using it, get to it, stuff like that. Yeah, the maps are are absolutely critical. I think, you know, first and foremost, for for local SEO, for local businesses, it's the thing that appears at the very top of Google organically, right? I mean, you see a couple ads at top, but maps appears above everything, you know, because right below the maps, you're generally going to have directories if it's legal, like, you know, super lawyers or Justia or whatever. But the maps appear at the very top, um, desktop and mobile, no matter where you search. So having a presence there is, is absolutely critical. Um, and, you know, obviously people, are going to stay within a, what, a five to 10 mile radius of where they live and play. And when they're searching for something, whether it's a restaurant or a plumber, um, you know, those first, you know, three results in the map pack and uh, are become, you know, a place for you to get maximum exposure. Right. Um, you know, there was a, an interesting 
article a few years ago, so I apologize if the numbers aren't exactly the same, but I, it, the, your Google My Business listing on average gets about four times the amount of impressions as your website does. So if you know that, um, you know, so many people focus on their website, which is obviously important, but most people are, if they don't know you, um, they're not going to be searching your name. I mean, they're going to be searching the, the industry or the business type um, in their local area. And more likely than not, they're going to see your listing. And that's a, that's a gateway to your website. It has your reviews. It has, you know, uh, the ability to get directions and, and make calls to you uh, directly from it. So it becomes so important to have that, that uh, map, uh, that map listing optimized. Um, and I think a lot of business owners really just underutilize that, that area. To me, I look at the Google listing as the foundation of your marketing along with your website. Um, it just really in a small little area can really showcase all the critical things about your business from your contact info to your services and, you know, your brand and your photos, of, uh, you know, about your business. So um, to me, it's something, you know, you know, we know that Google's the search giant and why not want to appear at the very, very top of the first page for, you know, your industry in your local area. Yeah. That's, I think people don't, you know, realize I, t I, when I talk to clients, I tell them, I said, look, your listing itself is basically another website because a lot of people, they don't even necessarily, if they, if they go to your listing because of things like the reviews, they will often make their decision to contact a company right there without actually looking at the website. Mm -hmm. you know, that's why, you know, it's got call tracking and stuff. You can see how many people are calling off of the listing, things like that. But the other thing that people don't realize, you know, and cause you mentioned, you know, sites like Justia and everything, you get all these listing sites, you know, right. and it's like, I'm literally looking at a list to go find another list, you know? And so Organic results are less important, in my opinion, to local businesses because all the activity is on the map. And people need to pay attention to how people are actually getting to those listings because it's not desktop anymore. You know, if you need a plumber, you need a, uh, you know, an HVAC company or a lawyer, you know, a lot of the majority of the traffic is through the Google Maps app. You know, they're not necessarily even using Chrome on their phone because we know we're we're doing so many searches mobile. It's like depending on the industry, it can be 90 percent of the traffic is, you know, off of a phone versus off of a desktop or a tablet. Sure. Uh, and that really matters because it's, you know, so if you're not paying attention to that listing, uh, you're really losing out on an opportunity because when you click the map, you don't see the organic. You The only ad you see is a listing ad, you know. Um, at the top, maybe two of them, you know, but you're not um, going to have all of the other things that you would get on the desktop, you know? Right. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. I mean, the, like you said, most of these searches are are mobile now and, you know, people are, whether they're using the app or they're using it on their phone, that's what they're ultimately going to see. And, you know, there's an interesting stat that I came across that I love is 96% of consumers access a company's GMB within the past week before making a purchase decision. Mm -hmm. So if they're buying from you, whether you know, you're a service or a product-based company, they've, they've almost 100% of the time are looking at your Google listing. Mm -hmm. So to, to be optimized and have great reviews and have activity on it and making sure that you can appear at the top, I mean, that becomes a, a direct, um, you know, uh, 
it has a direct impact on your bottom line. So uh, if people are going to be looking at it before they make a purchase, you need to have it optimized and clean and and really have all the things on there that you know resonate with your with your target consumer and you know make them trust you and ultimately want to you know convert with you. Yeah, that's you know that that's really what people are missing out. And I didn't you know I hadn't heard that stat before, but it does totally make sense. You know that people you know let's say because nowadays we're also checking you know the reviews constantly. And if you look at the counts on reviews, yeah, because there are some you know different systems out there that are proving really effective to solicit you know reviews. The accounts have gotten to be insane. You know, I mean, you you'll see businesses. Auto dealerships, for example, have two thousand reviews. You mm-hmm. know, but even your local plumber will have five hundred now. You know, right? Yeah, and and so the the map listing in just in regards to reviews, it really matters because if you're not building up those reviews, if you're the guy with five, you know, I always like to to point out, you know, let's say you 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 know, because if you open the app. You're going to get more than just three. You're going to get, you know, everybody and it's going to be scrolling and stuff. You could be the fifth one and you're still showing up on the, uh, your screen on the phone. Right. Um, but if the third guy has 10 reviews, the fourth guy though has 150 reviews, you know, it's, that's why the reviews matter so much because it goes to perception. It's, you know, which profiles are getting the clicks regardless of position, as long as they're showing up on the initial screen, you know, they're, let's say it would be above the fold if it was desktop, uh, then you're going to have that activity going on, you know, clicking on which ones, you know, have a lot of reviews. You're going to maybe read a few of them before you make that decision, but you're not even, I say a lot of times going to the website. Right. That That's absolutely correct. I mean, reviews to me are, are, are also another thing that business owners just don't ask for enough. They probably could get that five-star review, but they don't ask enough or they don't follow up and ask again. I mean, they need to have a you know a system in place where they can get those reviews and strike while the iron's hot and get them while their customer's the happiest with them. But, you know, the review to me is, it, it's the, like, it's your brand, right? I mean, it's your reputation. Um, so, and people, trust those reviews and they're going people in today's digital world people are looking for any reason to pass by you and go to the next one they Mm -hmm. reviews become the easiest way to eliminate you if you don't have enough if you have bad reviews or let's say you have a 500 reviews like you said but the last one was two years ago then that also looks kind of sketchy you gotta you know uh, study show that people look at the reviews really in the past two weeks to four weeks so you want to keep them new and active um, so yeah, I mean, I think reviews that, that goes unsaid how, uh, important they are. And also when it comes to SEO, they're a, a big factor in Google's algorithm. Um, if you have a lot of five-star reviews, you're likely going to appear higher in those, in those map results. Yeah. And also the, uh, if they're more recent, that also is relevancy and stuff too. Cause one of the things that people kind of often forget on the review side is when you're looking at them, you've got the most recent reviews, you've got also the most relevant reviews, which are like based on what you're typing for and stuff, right. you know, nowadays, cause it's like, Hey, you searched for this. These people mentioned this. Yeah. So it'll also kind of sort the reviews that way as well. Um, but it, like you said, if there's, not anything that's recent, that's going to be a problem, you know, because it's like, well, you know, they haven't had anything in so long, you know, I don't even trust that they're in business or anything, you know, exactly. Um, it's, and you know, they say it can also, 
for businesses, you have to be looking at that rating and such. Um, I give an example uh, of I ended up getting a cracked windshield and I wanted I was I had just been on a trip. I got home and I'm like, I, I was impatient. I want I don't like having cracked windshields or anything on my car and stuff. And it was actually getting worse. And I was like, I want I want to get this repaired. And I looked to see if I could get someone on a Saturday. And I, I love this example because so Safe Light Auto Glass, you know, they're you know big company, right? Right. It, and it's a franchise, so there's all sorts. I assumed, and I assumed correctly, that Safe Light would be open on a Saturday. Okay, but I ended up so I found their listing. Sure enough, yes, they were open on Saturday. But I looked at the reviews, and the rating had a hundred reviews, and it said like two point four. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I couldn't find anybody else on a Saturday, but because it said 2.4, I'm like, I'll wait till Monday. And I, you know, and I scheduled on Monday with another company, you know, that had a 4.9 or something and also had a hundred plus reviews and everything. It was just a local company. It wasn't on our franchise name. And so you have to be paying attention to those things because you could be ranking high and still kill your business. Well, that business just lost a sale from you because right there. I mean, yeah, and I spent about four hundred bucks on that windshield. So and you literally, you literally, they were literally the only option on that day, and they still lost the sale due to their digital reputation. Yeah, because it was so bad. I'm like, I, I don't want to chance it because. And I read some of those reviews. And I'm like, these people are having some horrible experiences within weeks. You know, like, and so if I see all of that, why am I going to do business with them? And so. That's the impact, you know, the power that Google has because we're, you know, people using the maps and then let's say reviews and stuff, the other things they've tied into it. Why, let me ask, why do you think, you know, because we still see businesses that don't seem to take it seriously enough. Why do you think they're underutilizing it? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Cash. I, I do, I see this all the time with my clients where they haven't looked at their Google My Business in years. And quite frankly, they don't even know how to access it. So it becomes an issue. They, <laughs> yeah. don't, they don't know who's who has the administrative privileges to it or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have the ones that, that are really into it. But I agree that it is um, it is a big thing that's underutilized. And I think a big thing is, is the lack of awareness. I, I think most business owners know that you can get reviews on Google and maybe that it has your, you know, the a gateway to your website and it has your name. But I don't think they realize, one, that it needs to be optimized and two, that the power and impact that you mentioned that it has. I, I don't think they realize the the data that they can see on there. I don't think that they realize that in effect, it's it's kind of like a social media outlet because you can put content on there. Um, and I don't think they realize how highly it shows up in the search results. So, you know, and I think there's a couple other things, you know, there's pro- there's the constant changes and, you know, people that aren't digital savvy or they just don't feel like dealing with all these changes and don't yeah. want to get into the technical aspect of it. And then there's probably, you know, uh, a fear of negative reviews. Maybe they're, you know, they don't, they want to stay away from out of, out of that fear. That's probably a lesser yeah. percentage, but I don't think that they just realize quite frankly, the importance of it and that it really is a lead generation tool for them. I mean, if they knew things like, you know, that 84% of businesses are doing a search, a search for, you know, what industry then compared to like a direct search of their name, or that if an average business receives about 59 actions per month on their Google listing, you know, when it's fully optimized, I think that they would, you know, utilize it more and talk about it more. I think so many people focus on their website or their Facebook and Instagram because it's like sexier. It has their mm-hmm. colors and their branding and their mission statement and and them them them. But 
they don't realize that they're not speaking to their customer. Um, and that's what the Google business does. It has everything that their target audience needs to know on there from their reputation to all of their uh, pertinent information. Um, so I, I just don't think people realize how important it is. And it's one of the you know foundational pieces of, of their digital presence. Yeah, it really is um, because, you know, it's like whether you're a service business, so you could be a lawyer, you could be a plumber, you, you know, and they're going to find you there, but you can be a restaurant, of course, and they're going to find, you know, find what kind of food, like menus have been incorporated, you know, big time into, you know, what you can see without actually going to the site. And often that can be a nice feature, you know, of it that I can see what somebody offers, kind of what the price point is, you know, things like that. So most businesses, like I say, if you have a physical location at all, you're able to you know, benefit in some way by taking, you know, um, you know, actively managing your listing. hundred percent. You know, let's talk, um, some of the stuff. So, you know, you mentioned there are things that can be a little bit of a pain in the ass. Now lately, you know, getting these things verified has suddenly become a huge chore. And we also see that previously verified listings are being, are no longer verified and we have to redo them. Now, Traditionally, it was always either, you know, they'll call the business, you know, because they want to, you know, the phone numbers associated with it, or they'll do the postcards, right. you know, which which half the time you would never receive or something, you know. Uh, but now they're doing like video verifications and you got to walk around and show that you really exist and stuff. Um, have you been having to deal with that, you know, and getting some people verified and how much of a pain in the ass has it been? Yeah, it's a lot tougher than it used to be. I think, you know, you have these these companies like locksmith companies that had like six million locations and Google started to crack down on all the fake locations or yeah. PO boxes or whatever the case may be. So they made it a lot tougher to verify your listing, especially for like a brand new business. And, you know, I have clients that are startups that are one man operations that are in a shared office space. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple problems. I mean, video Google tells you to do a one minute long continuous video showing street signs, showing the outside of your of your storefront and then showing inside. Well, for example, I'm in Fort Lauderdale, downtown, busy area. My one of my clients offices is a shared space. So to get from the street, the corner of the street to the storefront up to the office, I mean, that's not a one minute continuous video. I mean, there is there's just I mean, there's that thing. And then also it's not her office. So it, she's she's got an office inside a greater thing. And I went back and forth and they said, you need to show that it's her office. And I was like, it's impossible. It, it, she does have an office, but it's not her. So we had to get creative. I mean, we literally had a, you know, a print marketer person uh, cre- get her a, 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 like a sign. And yeah. we, we, we kind of just used duct tape and put it up against the um, right out front of the office. And, and that ended up working. I'm not trying to suggest anything <laughs> bad, but you have to do what well, you have to do because they wouldn't, she was a real business and it, it just, she was in a shared space. What can you do? Yeah. It makes me wonder about, you know, cause like they've always had a service option where you have businesses that travel, you know, let's say HVAC or something, but really they're like operating out of their house because they don't take customers walking in. Right. You know, so it makes me wonder if it's getting a little more difficult for them because I'm showing you my house. I can show you my office space, you know, cause I have a room that is actually an office Correct. You know, that I'm utilizing and stuff, but I know we've had trouble and to the, to the extent of where we're telling people how to do it, but they're making it more difficult for agencies to actually help do it. You know, so we're giving instructions on exactly what they're going to need to do, but we're telling them that, you know, 
active participation on our part is probably not the best idea. Yeah, because, you know, Google doesn't want to deal with us. They want to deal with you directly. Yeah. And I know it's more frustrating for business owners, you know, from that standpoint. But, you know, like I say they've made it a lot harder and they've made, they have legitimately, I mean, you know, you think of all the people like we, we've known for years, you can't use post office boxes and stuff like that, but it doesn't mean people don't do it. You know, and Google, you know, there's all sorts of like bad listings out there. So it is, you know, I can see the necessity, right? You know, even if it's frustrating. Yeah, it, it makes sense why they crack down. I mean, I, I'd rather them get rid of these, you know, fake businesses or whatever they are. And, and you don't want, you know, uh, a competitor that just has more listings than you to outrank you just because they, the quantity when it's kind of BS, but yeah, I think they, they, they've made it really impossible for agencies to facilitate. I mean, if you think about these business owners, they don't know how to do this. That's why companies like you and I exist. Um, so before it used to be, okay, I just need to facilitate a phone call where they're going to get a voice message with the five digit code yeah. or a, a postcard. And all I have to do is just quickly, you know, text me that code and we do the rest. Now it's like, they got to get in with a smartphone and, and film. And, and you got to really mm-hmm. give them all these instructions and it, and it, and it takes away from their day and, and they kind of think, hey, this is what I'm paying you to do. But Google's made it very, very difficult. So it's frustrating, but going through the, the hoops to get a verified listing is worth it in the end of the day. Yeah, it's still, I say, and it can be frustrating. We've had some clients extremely frustrated with Google. You know, from our standpoint, we try to make sure that they understand this is Google's job, you know, doing, not ours. Um, right. Okay, let's let's dive into the listing itself because there's multiple, you know, listings are multifaceted. You know, you've got photos, you've got videos, and there's a, you know, post feature and stuff. And, you know, really the kind of the things like the advantages of using those because, you know, you think uh, photos and videos, upload them once, you're kind of done. The post feature still reminds me of the back in the day of Google Plus, you know. <laughs> And, you know, because it's a social thing, like how many people are really paying attention to them? But there is a reason to be using these things, you know, because like the posting itself has a ton of places. Like I think the services area, you know, is so underutilized and people don't realize that every service you add is essentially, you know, it's like creating a web page and focusing on that service. But it gives you the chance to rank for more keywords if you take the time to put them in. So, what do you see, you know, like internally, you know, when you're optimizing listings, what should business owners be focused on? Yeah, I think there's a couple areas you really want to focus on. Um, first of all, let's talk about like just the kind of featured photo section. What, what happens is Google a lot of times will just have a default photo there and it ends up being mm-hmm. like a, an outside parking lot of, of your business yeah. and it looks really ugly um, or whatever picture you put up there that defaults for me. So I like to make sure to have you know, the, the very first picture, the one that's the biggest and on the far left side uh, of the listing, be a picture of the owner or of the team, something that really portrays their brand and, and is inviting. I don't want to, I don't want a picture of a, a street or a stop sign yeah. or something. Um, then, you know, making sure that they have their logo on there. Cause that's going to be kind of to the right of the name. Um, and then of course the, the nap, the name, address, phone number, making sure that's unified and correct from your website to your listing, to all the other listings you might be in, whether it's Bing or, you know, yellow pages. So having that fully optimized, but yeah, the, the, the service area absolutely is under, uh, utilized, you know, putting your, your services. And then, you know, there's also a section called products, which I think when you hear the word products, a lot of people think, okay, that's like e-commerce or mm-hmm. something like that. But I actually 
for our clients, I put their services there too. So they, there's these nice three big kind of rectangular tiles that you could feature there. Um, so if it's a, you know, a family law attorney, I'll put divorce, you know, mediation and child support, for example, if those are their, you know, top services and it allows a picture and allows a description of the service where you can put keywords. And and also you can directly link to that page on that web, on uh, that section of the website. So I think uh, making sure that's optimized. And then of course your, your description, right? You have about 750 characters where you can, you don't want to keyword stuff it, but you want to have your location. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to use some flowery adjectives like experienced and uh, dedicated and whatever the case may be, but also put your services uh, in there that I see that a lot too, where they don't even have a, a Google description. Why would you not want to put who you are and yeah. you know wh- why to choose you in that area? Um, and then, of course, the, the the post section. I think that's a, a great area too. Um, you know, if we if we go by what I said earlier, that your GMB gets four times the amount of impressions of your website, it's probably getting way more impressions than your organic social media content, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. all know Facebook and Instagram. Unless you have some sort of massive following or you go viral, it's going out to a desert. Let's be honest. Unless you're you know doing sponsored ads yeah. or whatever. I mean, you may you may have an engaged following, and that's great. But for the average business owner. They may put out a post and seven people see it and two people like it and it's your wife and your you know <laughs> yeah, right. your friend or whatever, right? Yeah. So I would say if you're if you're dedicating time to a Facebook and Instagram page, I would just repurpose that content. You don't even really have to change it up. Maybe the photo dimension sizes and things like that, but go ahead and just repurpose it. It'll take you two seconds to repurpose it on mm-hmm. the Google listing. And that's going to get more impressions and more clicks than your Facebook or Instagram. So that's a great area. And, and uh, Google allows you to highlight a few things. Like if you have an event you want to promote, it has like a kind of yeah. a, an event type post. Um, and then also like a special like offer or promotion or, or you know, discount that if you want to highlight, if you're doing something for seasonality or holidays or whatever, um, you can promote it there or it could just be whatever, you know, highlighting a new blog post you put out there. I, I, I think there's no reason not to have that there and get that spotlighted in that section. So um, and there's a couple other things that we do to optimize the profile. We can geotag the photos and things like that. But I think the biggest thing is just just make it look nice, have brand worthy photos that people that are going to attract people, not detract people away from your business and have all of your, your services and products right there and, and make it a gateway to those pages. So those pages get some traffic and then your description, fill it out with, with, with a great description of, with keywords and, and why you're the go-to company in your industry, in your area, and then put some content, you know, weekly on your, on your listing. And, um, that's how I think it doesn't have to be difficult or a a science really. It's just making sure that if someone, if you're the consumer and think what they want to see, and if they look at something that's got great reviews, great pictures and great descriptions that, that, you know, hit their pain points that you can solve for them, you should at the very least get a website visit, if not a, a phone call, um, you know, or, you know, requesting directions or whatever is the key, um, you know, thing is for you. Well, I think one of the things like, you know, one of the things that people kind of don't realize when you're actually looking at the listing itself and you're not logged in, you're looking at what the consumer sees. Okay. Things like all those service areas don't show. 
you know, a, a lot of them are in the background and it pulls pieces right. of them based on the search. And this is what, you know, why it's so valuable to be doing these things, because like we deal a lot in the insurance industry, you know, working with agencies and insurance, you can, you know, sell a ton of things. You know, you can have jewelry insurance and renters and RV. And, and so what you do, you know, let's say really segment your stuff, break it down because you can have some obscure things, you know, like um, if you're a plumber and you offer septic service, which is like something that's not searched for as much, right? But it's going to have searches going on. Well, you have that chance to show and it's going to prioritize you because let's say you have 10 plumbers, you know, but none of them mention septic in their profiles and you do, you know, well, the the results it returns in the search is going to, you know, you're going to potentially jump up higher for at least that specific search because you said something about it. None of them did. You know, so you want to take your services. You want to break them down as much as possible because it allows you to show up in a lot more ways. That's how you're building up those impressions. You're getting more people to contact you and stuff, you know, because you're saying the things that all your competitors are not. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I, would, I forgot you did mention the back end. So that is absolutely important, putting all those services and, of course, the service areas. But I think also another thing is is the category, right? You have your mm-hmm. your, your primary category, which is going to show up as divorce lawyer or performer. Yeah. But there are a bunch of secondary categories that won't show up publicly. But once again, it's it's those keywords and Google is going to read that and, and that will help you rank as well. So putting in relevant, you know, secondary categories becomes really important, too. So. Um, you know, focusing on some of those things on the back end to optimize your profile when other businesses aren't doing the same thing. I, I agree. It becomes absolutely critical. Yeah. Cause like I say often it'll have all these suggested categories and stuff, but you can add in categories, you know, sure. Um, again, they're secondary, you know, but you're going to show up for other things. So you want to take your business, you want to break it down to everything, you know, that you actually offer. You know, like I say, you go back to, you know, plumbing and stuff and you say, well, we do uh, water heater installation. Okay. That's a category. You know, you, you put that in there because when somebody's searching for that and Google's determined that you're looking for a local business, you know, for that, well, you're going to be able to show up for those things. And I say your competition didn't think to do that. And, you know, that's why it's so important. You know, yes, your website might mention it and everything, but you're reinforcing everything. So break your stuff down. Take the time. When you actually take the time to, you know, optimize uh, your Google listing correctly and to the fullest, you're going to spend some time. I mean, this is, you know, because you want to be able to build out, you know, the descriptions and stuff have character counts and everything, but you get the keywords in there. You're going to want to build them out as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. It's these little things that make a difference. You know, I think, like you said, a lot of business will maybe just focus on the the easier things like putting in their website and their phone number and things that they know. But the difference maker that can have you appear higher than your competition are, are those those things that you mentioned. Yeah. Do you are there any other particular areas and stuff that you see, you know, value um, in making sure that are done within a listing? Um, you know, I think it's mostly the things that I mentioned. Um, there's a couple, maybe other areas of value that I would say one actually would be responding to your reviews. Um, you know, you know, these positive reviews that you get, I I actually use that as, uh, whether it's a paragraph or a few sentences, I put keywords in my response. Um, the more that, you know, Yeah. yeah, it's not about, you know, stuffing it, but the more you can have these keywords in areas that make sense, that's going to help. So all of my clients reviews, we respond to them and we include if they say, 
you know, so-and-so did an incredible job with my, you know, cleaning out my HVAC system, then kind of repeat that or rephrase it. It's kind of like when you're in uh, middle school and you just kind of rephrase the question so you can get, uh, make it a little bit longer, uh, kind of using that tactic. But, uh, you know, if it, it, obviously it has to, this response has to make sense, but, um, you know, that's a, an area where you can put more keywords, right? So um, that would be one area. And then, um, you know, just filling out all of the, all of the sections too. I mean, if you look, um, you know, there's things where you can put what kind of credit cards you accept and obviously your hours and things like that. So just making sure all of those areas are fully optimized, um, kind of similar on the, uh, to the review thing. If, if there's the Q and a section, if someone does answer, oh, yeah. ask a question, make sure you're answering that, mm-hmm. uh, that question, um, with a, a response that has those keywords too. Um, so that to me are, are the main areas. Yeah. It's the idea with any, uh, Google listing is, is be as thorough as possible. I say, yes, you'll spend hours, but the more thorough you are, the better it's going to pay off. And of course it will, you know, push you up in the rankings just by doing this work. You know, I say, you're going to end up with a better list, you know, better ranking for primary terms, but you're going to have secondary terms that you can show up for that Google's want to, going to want to show businesses of your type, you know, to the people doing the searches. And so you want to make sure that you're, you know, you do everything possible. I say, regardless of the service it is, if you offer it, mention it. Absolutely. Um, What would be, you know, kind of as our final thing, um, key metrics, you know, that what can business owners see on the back end, you know, that are like traffic related? Yeah. So if you click on the performance button um, on the back end of your listing, I I mean, there's a few different categories it shows up top. It's going to show you kind of an overall um, you know, your overall statistics, but then you're going to see, you know, I think calls, obviously you want to know how many calls you're getting directly from your listing. Um, you know, the amount of people that are, you know, requesting directions. And then of course the website clicks, I think that those are the big three that business owners can understand. I think you and I and other marketing agents can get real, um, techie or, or, uh, look at these other, um, percentages and data. But if you're talking about a business owner that doesn't know things like click-through rate or whatever the case may be, looking at the the, the calls, the messages, and, and the website clicks is great. But I, I think a, a really good area too that I, I love to look at, and I think clients um, appreciate this, is there's the, you know, a breakdown of um, you know, people that viewed your business by, you know, the platform, whether it's desktop or mobile, whether they found it in the maps or just in the search. So looking at that breakdown, it, I think is very, very interesting. It can guide um, certain things. If, you know, obviously we talked about mobile being so important. So if you're seeing most of the people are searching from mobile, then you need to optimize, you know, your website, of course, for mobile, but making sure you know, the photos that you post are, are mobile friendly on your listing. Um, and then I also like looking at the searches breakdown because that actually tells you the keywords that people use to find you. And that can become a, a kind of a treasure trove of information because yeah. if you're seeing, you know, maybe they found you by a keyword and, you know, this kind of goes against what you're saying, but let's just say they found you by a keyword that you really don't have on your listing. Well, if it's a relevant keyword that's getting a lot of searches, then put that on your, on your, yeah. on your listing somewhere. So I like to find, to look at the, the breakdown of, you know, you got, you appeared in 80 searches this month. Where did the, what keywords did people use to actually find you? Uh, I think becomes very important, but you know, the big ones to me are the calls and, and website clicks. I mean that that's, and then also making sure that, you know, looking at the time period, you know, 
comparing it month to month, comparing it quarter by quarter. And, you know, why did it go up or down? Did mm-hmm. you stop posting content on your listing? Yeah. Um, did, you know, one of your listings become, or one of your service pages, is it, is it, uh, or one of your products or services on your listing, did it become irrelevant or does it not a great description? Um, you know, so looking, kind of analyzing the data and seeing the, the rise and fall of the numbers, I, I think is mm-hmm. very, very important. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, kind of as a final note, which you can also look at how many people are clicking through to your website versus like calling right off the listing and stuff and kind of compare the numbers. Because I say a lot of people, if your listing is done well and you've got good reviews, they won't even go to your website. And it really shows you the value of the listing yeah, because of the fact that they're calling you right there. Yeah. So let's say take time, pay attention to the numbers. You know, hey, this Alan, this has been a great conversation. How would people get a hold of you? Yeah, I appreciate it, Cash. Um, people can get a hold of me. Uh, my website is Smarty Pants Marketing, and that's pants with a Z, uh, Smarty Pants with a Z marketing.com. Um, but if you want to reach out to me directly, uh, Alan at smartypantsmarketing.com is my email address. Um, you know, going off today's lesson, you can find my phone number, of course, and my website directly from my Google listing if you search Smarty Pants Marketing. And I'm really active on LinkedIn. So if you search for me, Alan Levin, I'm, you know, producing a lot of content on there. I, I check it daily. So if you want to connect with me in there and have a conversation um, about your marketing efforts, I'm, I'm happy to do that. But uh, the best way to probably reach me is via email or just going to my website and you can fill out a form uh, and you know it goes directly to me. So we would love to have a conversation with you. Cool. Well, this has been a great conversation. Google my business, Google business profile, whatever you want to call it. Um, it is an extremely valuable tool. Of course, we know that most searches go on on Google, you know, not other platforms and such. And, you know, people, even with AI coming out, map listings and such, they're not going to be as effective, affected as much as, say, organic results and things like that. So there's still, there's a ton of value. You should be optimizing it. Make sure you do. If you haven't taken the time, educate yourself on the back end because, you know, there's a lot of insight you're going to get about that listing and what it's, you know, providing to your business. Again, I'm the host of... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm the host of Marketing Masters, Cash Miller. I'm also the CEO of Titan Digital. We've had another great conversation, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Cash. 